0: up guys it is monday june 3rd and it is wwdc day so this is gary and welcome to a new episode of frame rate frame rate, frame rate like the frame rate of a screen but also i frame stuff and i rate stuff too All right, so WWDC 2019. Now, I haven't been keeping up to date with uh, publishing episodes. Probably first episode in uh, over a year. Looking back, uh, looking at uh, previous episodes I've published for WWDC two years ago in 2017. And man, what has changed a lot in the landscape Uh, This year, we're going to have a lot with iPhone and iPad, with uh, iOS 13, and a lot with the Mac, uh, with the new operating system, Mac OS, whatever Californian town they choose, and also possibly the introduction of Mac Pro. What also could be very interesting with both the stories of iOS 13 and the new macOS is this introduction of uh, whatever they call it, but what we're calling Marzipan. Uh, You know, is it going to be just a way to make iOS apps on the Mac easier? Is it going to be a way to, if I'm starting a new app from ground zero, uh, no matter which platform I want to publish it on, it's a great way to make that app and a great way for me to decide later how many platforms I want it to be on. And if I'm successful on one platform, I can port it, out of the, port it onto the other easy, easily. Uh, yeah, we'll see, I'm pretty excited. Um, personal news this week, I just upgraded from an iPhone 6S to an iPhone 10R, Product Red, <laughs> so it's my first, uh, I'd say Product Red device, and my first notch Device, I'm I'm really enjoying Face ID, and uh, and we'll see what they say with iOS 13 because one of the one of the predictions is that the home screen, this kind of app launcher, uh, might finally show some changes. I uh, dabbled a few years back, about five years ago, in Android uh, just to check out what a Samsung Galaxy S4 was coming from my my iPhone 4 days, and then I went back after that to an iPhone success, and I really enjoyed coming back to iOS after being gone for a year or two, Um, I wanted to experiment with some of the freedoms that uh, Android users talked about, expandable storage, and just using third-party apps to do kind of system-level things, but uh, I was definitely happy to come back to iOS, because everything worked well and properly. Uh, everything was updated and, and everything with my computer uh, but one thing I did miss uh, was some of these widgets on my home screen. I, I'm not one person I'm not one of those people that uses widgets in the widgets tab and your kind of uh, notification screen and then went over into uh, I guess they call it the widgets uh, tab I don't use those a lot um, I know that some apps have kind of shortcuts to use those things. So we'll see if some some larger functionality comes to the home screen. I'd love to see apps that are, you know, the size of four tiles or maybe even two tiles long. And they, they have some information displayed in there, maybe some quick actions. Uh, I'm also interested to see if with iOS 13, they move away from... 3d touch in general I remember it was gonna be a big thing and these pop and peaks hasn't really haven't really paid off um, with my new iPhone 10r I'm the really the only thing I realized I missed 3d touch for was using it as a, a cursor in my text editing and I didn't ha- even have to look it up I realized pretty quickly that their their kind of replacement for 3D touch on the iPhone 10R I forgot what they call it it's like a press touch or something you basically it's kind of like uh they've done on some Google devices you just hold and and press and then the th- it, basically the same thing that would have happened if you pressed hard then happens i've noticed a lot of new haptics with this device it's very clicky and tappy all over the place um but yeah so basically uh, getting back to what i was saying the only thing i would have missed about 3d touch was using uh 3d touch on the keyboard as a cursor and text editing and i realized that if you just hold the space bar for a brief second uh it will then pop up pop into pop as in like the haptics tapped you and uh turns into a cursor so you can then move your finger around so as soon as i figured that out i was like oh i'm not really missing 3d touch at all so i'm wondering if they're going to take it away from their all devices because that will unify the ipads as well um they would be able to do some of the same actions that you don't need to rewrite for them uh if, if you're not using them on the iphone it's interesting because when they came out with this technology first on trackpads on the macbooks it was called force touch and uh aside from the fact that that name isn't really great <laughs> and 3d touch sounds a lot better when they put it on the phones um they were talking about all the depth they can do with it and the pressure sensitivity is like 300 levels deep or something so they can tell how hard you're pressing a thing and i've had a few games that did it and to me, it never really... I don't like it because I can't tell how hard I'm pressing. And when a game, for instance, used it for like acceleration, I don't like feeling like, well, I'm going to f- push my phone as hard as I can because if it's, telling, if it's sensing my pressure sensitivity, I want to make sure I'm doing the maximum pressure. And one thing I think the haptics do really well is that if, it, if it's just one level deep... And it taps you. You it, it helps you know, basically, that you've that you've gotten to that extra level of uh, user interface that you're trying to access. And I think what they've realized is that you don't need 300 levels. You only really need one, and they can get you that one not necessarily by pressure sensitivity, but by very short time sensitivity, and uh, and it can. You don't, people aren't, I think, going to be annoyed by the half second, one one and a half seconds it takes to trigger as they're holding it there. Because honestly, if you have both, think about the old, uh, think about the home screen. If you have both the idea that you can tap, if you can tap and hold an icon on the home screen, an app, and you're only... Placing your finger on it and then holding it That's a tap and hold and then your natural inclination ever since the first iPhone OS is that that's gonna allow allow you to delete the app. It's gonna turn the the GUI interface the home screen into a wiggle Animation and we have an Xbox on all of the apps that you can Click or tap on and then that will delete the app and then when you want to Get out of that, you can used to be able to click the home screen, now you can click uh, either the rest button or now there's a done icon up in the top right corner. What would you do if you had 3D Touch? Instead of just tapping and holding that icon, you feel like you tap and you push into that icon, it gives you this weird menu. Now, sometimes I try and tell myself to remember to use those menus those 3D touch menus straight from the app. I never do. You know, I never open my camera app that way and pre-select whether I wanna take a selfie or a panorama or something. I never open my messengers and go directly into a contact instead of just opening my message and then navigating the contact myself. I feel like that's not how my brain works and it's not, in the way that oh i need to change to work this way it's in the way of i go to the place to do things and then i do the thing i don't kind of prime the place to change into what i needed to do before i get there does that make sense so this is all a little bit of a ramble to say that i'm i'm really enjoying the changes that have come from my new iPhone 10R, but I'm also purposefully enjoying to see what is the state of iOS 12 right now in a flagship device like these 10 iPhone 10s, 10s, and 10Rs, uh, and what is iPhone thir- what is iOS 13 going to bring me? So that's mainly what I'm focused on for WWDC. I'm really stoked on. How it's going to change my new iPhone XR. But also, what does it mean for new apps coming to, not only from iOS to the Mac, but also just new apps in general being made from scratch. I hope it's good news for developers, and I hope we get some new information about things like Arcade. I doubt it, anything about tvOS, but fingers crossed about a new Mac Pro. I'm not a pro user, I definitely would not be able to afford a expensive computer like that. Uh, a good MacBook Pro is good enough for me. And uh, who am I kidding? I just spent a bunch of money on a new iPhone XR. So I'm not making any purchase anytime soon, but I'm enjoying uh, seeing what's gonna happen. And I can't wait to see what Marzipan brings. And also what the name is actually gonna be. So we're a few minutes away now. Let's see what happens at Apple's WWDC 2019. What the iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, and watch have in store. And what is macOS gonna do with all those things as well? Cool, I'll come back here to share my thoughts. If not in a few hours, maybe tomorrow. Uh, after I can kind of digest them in a little bit alright, this has been an episode of Frame Rate and I'm trying to get this back up and moving, trying to share some thoughts trying to you know reflect on technology games movies, TV this is just a place for me to put some stuff out in the world and uh, reflect on, on my thoughts instead of just consuming other people's thoughts you know a big podcast listener big reader of editorials and uh i feel like i have something to share as well so let me know what you think uh feel free to shoot me a call in uh mention shoot me a, a tweet i'm at gary sy on twitter and let me know what you think of uh wwdc all right